0: and welcome to Bone Zone, the podcast where we talk about bones and dudes who want a bone. I am one of your hosts, Jack Smith, along with my lovely co-host, Zen Liu. How are you doing, buddy? Hello, hello. Once again, I
1: forgot to think of something fun to say in the it's beginning.
0: Totally fine. <laughs>
1: Just a regular hello over
0: here for me. <laughs> Listen, it's all I can muster up at this point. You know what? Same. I'm very tired. Um, and l- you know what's not helping? This episode. <laughs> oh, because it was a joyless episode. <laughs> It was a real downer, um, episode twenty one.
1: Twenty one, excuse me. The soldier on the grave. Mm-hmm. Do you, can you guess from the title what that might be about? <laughs> I'm not going to make you guess, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but for our
0: listeners, before we get into it, oh boy. Yep, I feel like it's the opposite of what what was the last one again
1: um oh the
0: i mean not that the girl can't cancer, cancer was the girl with the graft or whatever yeah the, bo- the, the mesothelium
1: yeah, girl, the graft and the girl oh that sounded terrible the girl the yeah. poor girl who was afflicted with mesothelium.
0: Right. yeah who just turned up in an episode of psych that i was watching i was like oh really what do i know her from good for like, her oh, she's doing well yeah but she did have to watch her best friend jump off a building oh okay. in psych <laughs> so, so not a good time she either She is not doing great maybe that's I'm very sad for her, but yeah. I'm glad that she's getting work. She is. Um, so the soldier on the grave starts in Arlington National Cemetery. Bones and Booth are basically debating the merits of war. Oh God, it's just so yeah. Yep, so much war talk. Yep. Um, and then they are brought to a body that was burned the night before and is sitting on a grave. Mm-hmm. It turns out it is the one year anniversary of uh, this young man charlie kent who was awarded the silver star and he was about to be drafted into the nba but he was in the national guard and he was deployed and he died overseas in war
1: yeah it was like he's a real war hero because Mm -hmm. he died saving his unit hence the silver star Mm -hmm. um and so they th- booth rather jumps to the conclusion that this is some sort of war related protest because right. it was the one year anniversary of, of his death. The mm-hmm. press was coming out that morning to film a tribute. I guess he was really well known just from his illustrious
0: college, college, career. basketball, yeah.
1: Pl- yeah, career. And then so, like, his death was, like I guess, a well known thing. Um, so like, to have the body just there, booth thinks it's a protest. Although, I kind of was like confused by that because I don't know about you but i didn't really think people protest war by self-immolation on gravesites. so um
0: i didn't get it i mean during vietnam didn't uh a monk set himself oh fear? yeah i'm
1: not not to say that people haven't done that in the past mm. but like it's rare. It's few and yep. far between. I just didn't. I, I mean,
0: maybe. It's intense. I would
1: not have thought, like, oh, right, there's just a monk that we know have, has been around in this area that, you know, has been protesting war, and so therefore we can point to him as the person who. Lit himself on fire. I don't know. I just anyway. Well, it wasn't that anyway. But I just thought that it was such a strange thing. I I was like, isn't this the most suspicious of circumstances to die? I would not have thought this was a protest against war suicide. So anyway, that's that fine. Is I guess
0: very strong protesting. Yeah,
1: it's it's just not something you see often, no. and so therefore I would say not the Occam's razor of guesses. Correct. Um, well, anyway. So, yeah. I mean, that's it starts the whole thing because it's like Booth from the get-go is like, Booth was annoying this episode. Booth was
0: peak Booth.
1: And I felt bad because mm-hmm. then I was like, am I not being sensitive to the experience of veterans? But his whole thing, what the the tension you were alluding to in the beginning of the episode was Bones kind of being very, Clinical about it being Mm. like, you know, war is terrible. People die. And what's it really for? And Mm. this honor and this almost like the, the, um, all of the stuff we put around it to create this whole pomp and to circumstance to kind of romanticize it as yeah. if to justify it as and way. to convince future generations right. of young men to think that there's meaning in this kind of death and i don't totally. think she really said anything too crazily I don't strong think so either. she was just saying like this death death is bad and i don't yeah. like this death yeah. and and booth was obviously very sensitive and like you don't understand what it means to be honorably serving your country and dying for something that you believe in so strongly like you don't understand that sacrifice kind of deal and so, yeah, I, I guess I was just like, wow, he was angry from the first minute. He was like, this is a protest. That's how and yeah, blah, blah, blah. he started
0: off just going for it. And I was very much with Bones this whole time. Yes. She was not. She could have been a lot worse, but she was yeah. very sympathetic, even from the get go, kind of on the at the grave site. Yeah. When he goes, um, while she's kind of looking at the body, he walks over to a grave that was conveniently like five stones away. Right. Um, and it was um, a fellow ranger who was killed in action. And Bones is very sympathetic and, mm-hmm. you know, um, not Bones-like, which was great. And I think she was not Bones-like for most of the episode.
1: I have to say, like, even though she was disagreeing with him mm. when it came up, she was doing it gently. Yeah. And when she sensed that he was upset or disturbed by what mm. was going on, because it was clearly bringing up, like, bad memories or making him feel sensitive, she was also very, like... Gently backing away To be like Sort of like Let's agree to disagree Or I just meant this And I just meant that And Mm -hmm. like you know I'm sorry So like Yeah very
0: not Typical Bones It was not in any way Combative It was
1: very Yeah And she I thought she even I mean, from like a story perspective, showing the strength of their relationship, yeah. I think that those that's one thing they did well this episode is she clearly feels so much more empathy towards him because normally she'd just be like, you know, what's the problem? And, you know, right. she, historically she just like shoots her mouth off and is like, what's everyone else's deal for feeling offended? Totally. And this time she was just like, oh, maybe I said the wrong thing, like... Yeah, She's lots very of thoughtful about lots more it. introspection. Yeah,
0: if it wasn't if it was a different FBI agent who was reacting the same way, she'd be like, yeah, horribly obnoxious. Probably yes. <laughs> but with him, she kind of gets it more, which is nice. Um so, they're back at the lab. Um the news is on Oh, so they go back to the lab, the news is on television, and they have close-up shots of the burned skeleton on oh, the news. I didn't I even like, notice that. They would never show that on the news it was close up it was absurd wow and they would never do it especially to a decorated soldier well i think at
1: that time they hadn't realized he was a soldier yet oh yeah but no still good and and you know it's so funny i didn't even register that probably because i haven't watched the actual news in a really long time so it didn't even occur to me like do they show that stuff on tv
0: no if they're gonna show anything these days they're very like we're going to show this image, please, if there are small children, if you are, you know, sensitive to it, like, yeah. look away or whatever. That's
1: true. They wouldn't show, like, gory be remains. like, check this out. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, it was terrible. Um, did you see Angela's sketch? No. It was so bad.
1: Oh no, I missed it. was missed really it. bad. Wait, oh cuz oh right, cuz she was basically putting in boop 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 variables <laughs> into her computer to be like tissue and and well, I think like demo age hate, height kind of stuff or whatever. I think
0: at that point she was just sketching, you know how she sketches faces based on the skeleton
1: yeah yeah i think wasn't that one of the things that she put in she's like my approximate tissue whatever she said i wrote it down and then i deleted it later because i was like we'll not talk about this and here we are but like she was like oh i put it in his like approximate height and oh, whatever maybe. and oh, then and yeah, then she was like and the then like bit. approximate yeah, yeah. tissue something i think i just zoned out when she's not important about that shit because i just know it's baloney it's bullshit and she just identified the person immediately (laughs) that's all that matters um sketch was terrible oh man was it of a face yeah oh damn it i'm a little bummed yeah well anyway the body
0: it looks like a very talented eighth grader drew it (laughs) um that is really cold and if angela heard you she would be crushed (laughs) angela you've done much better work
1: that's so true. Hey, what about all the times we've seen her sketch an exact replica of a person's it's face amazing. from, like, five bones?
0: <laughs> or when she, like, drew all of Zach's family over Christmas. Oh, my
1: God. Uh, you know... Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> you know what? She didn't bring her... Aid. Everyone was emotional this day. I guess so. It was, like, a weird moment for everyone. Yeah. She was off. Um, well, you know what? Criticisms aside, it was apparently sufficient to get yes. an ID... It, the body was um, of a veteran named Devon Marshall who had served in the National uh, Guard with Charlie Kent, whose Devon. gravesite his body was burnt on.
0: Devon. Not Devon, Devon.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? It's, just, it's correct.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Devon. That's what it was. I believe you are just laughing. Cause I, I mean, it's spelled Devon. I immediately forgot. <laughs> Devon yes Devon and so you know clearly something's going on because I mean you have a military man who had served um, with this man who had been killed in battle and then he's like lighting himself on fire seemingly Mm -hmm. Um, but Bones quickly realizes something was jabbed into was it his ear or his neck his ear so they said ear here but then later the episode and the end of the episode didn't they say the
0: neck that's why I got confused Oh, so they were saying that someone he was injected with something to like knock him out, and then then jabbed jabbed in the the ear. ear. Yeah.
1: Oh, to kill him. Yeah. To knock shit around in his brain. Yes. Okay, that's disgusting. Yes. Um. So anyway, it's clearly a murder, and so basically his body was set on fire so as to basically stage it and make it look like a protest. Again, I don't know why everyone thinks self mutilation is such a common form of protest. Yeah. But basically, they're now they're speculating that the murder obviously knew that um devon had kind of been outspoken about being against the war after he had returned from the war and so that it would be easy to basically light his body on fire there and make it seem like devon was just protesting
0: and i was like is that is that a thing that people do <laughs> no idea So then they go. They find out that he really only Devon really only had one friend, uh, Jimmy, who is at the VA. (laughs) Well, when you say it like that, well, it's (laughs) true. He hung out with Jimmy and his little sister. Yes, his little sister and Jimmy. That's true. Um, And that he uh, he and Jimmy used to go and visit Kent's grave. Um, And then while when Booth and Bones are coming out of the I get VA. Uh, Hank Luttrell, who is a judge who is in the same unit with Booth in Kosovo. They'd run into each other and like, they're like, bro, bro, Mm -hmm. let's get together. That's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, I feel like also this was sort of the beginning of the show trying to seed this idea of like Booth has some complicated feelings about his time that he served. because he's he's, got a lot of baggage. Yeah, like he's happy to see Hank, but then Hank's like, let's, you know, get a meal sometime, like come over to the house for Mm -hmm. dinner. And Booth's like, yeah, sure. But then Hank kind of makes this comment like, you actually have to call me this time. Like sort of saying, kind of implying, I guess, that maybe he's, Booth has been a little flaky to suggest perhaps that, yeah, Booth avoids people that remind him of the
0: war or his time in the uh, serving. Um, Uh, Because I don't know if you know this then. But he he was a sniper? Yeah, he was. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they're back in the lab. Really, the only thing that happens is Angela and Hodgins get into a debate about the war, um, and Angela gets annoyed, understandably so. Not that Hodgins isn't correct, But sometimes it's just like we also don't have to debate about it. This It's like how
1: you deliver information sometimes maybe
0: more than the information. Agreed. Um, So then Booth and Bones go to meet with the military guys on the military base. Um, They meet Captain Fuller who is assigned to help them. And he was also in charge of Kent, Jimmy, and Devon's Devon's squad. Um, And he recounts the incident that killed Kent uh, in Mosul. And Bones requests all the documentation, uh, including the autopsy report and whatnot. Uh, and then they go back to the lab.
1: Yeah, and I don't know about you, but basically, I don't know, if maybe it's because they were being really obvious about it or whatever. But basically, when Captain Fuller was telling the story, my spidey senses were like, this doesn't make sense. Oh, he, yeah. Because the story he told them was that their whole unit had like come upon insurgents in a house. that were, They were in a back room of the house. And they all had AK-47s, as insurgents do. And basically, the unit split up with Kent, the one-year anniversary of his death veteran, Mm -hmm. and this other guy named Lefferts were at the back. And then the rest of the unit was in the front. And then supposedly, the insurgents in the back room started firing, presumably because they spotted the guys in the back. And then supposedly, Kent just like busted in crazily like ahead of everyone and just started murdering them. Mm -hmm. Sorry, shooting them in war, I guess. I don't know if you say murdering. Um, but, and just, like, because he just busted in, and, like, even the guy that was with him back there was taken off guard, like, nobody could get in there in time before he was shot to death. It was also three to, by to the one yeah
0: per the story that this guy tells. Right. It's, like, so. the guy
1: who was with him back there was so slow to come in, and then yeah. also the people at the front had to, like, break down the door and come in, so, like, by the time they get to the room, everyone's just dead. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was like, that sounds suspicious as hell.
0: Agreed. Um... So, back at the lab, they're looking at all of the documentation that they were able to get from the military. And Bones is like, this was super careless and incomplete. <laughs> um, what the hell?
1: and it was she describes a couple yeah. things like they say on this report there's like seven points of entry but then they say there's like six bullets yeah I'm like yeah all right really bad she's like there's nothing in here there's no pictures there's no you nothing
0: you and i could have looked at that and been
1: like this is a problem <laughs> <laughs> and booth like because
0: it's been his whole thing this whole time He's just kind of like you don't know what it's like you know when yeah. you're over there you don't have time to write a report Which, blah blah fair, yeah i get that i can't even imagine but also uh, something's off something yeah um so then Hodgins tries kind of, but not really to apologize to Angela or at least kind of make amends and yeah. she's like, Fuck off. Yeah. And it was great. Um although I mean, I I feel like he was being reasonable, but whatever. Um You mean in trying to apologize? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he had been just on everyone's nerves. There was yeah. this like, exchange in the beginning where he basically implies he thinks George W. Bush is a tyrant, right. and I was kind of like, "Ooh, fox, okay." Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, like I think I think what pissed her off, which I also was irritated by, was he was like, "What? You know, I'm just trying to like make this point or that point," and she was like, "Yeah, whatever, you're annoying," and he was like, "Can I at least give you some materials to read?" And she's like, "Yeah, fuck off." <laughs> I just isn't that isn't that the most annoying though like when someone's being irritating with their point of view and they're like well can I at least give you some materials to read I was kind of like fair I would have punched him in the face probably at the same time too
0: yeah I mean it would just be a weird thing to talk about at work to be honest yeah Um, if I'm realistically like in my workplace I would never talk about that stuff
1: it's also just very condescending to be like well can I educate you by providing yeah, some reading as materials if you are not educated yeah. enough that's true and also that's it's not, not like not seeing the central point which was like she was disturbed by his behavior not necessarily what he was saying she was just asking him to be more empathetic
0: yeah anyway those are excellent points typical Hodgins yep um and then of course after looking at the stuff Bones wants to exhume the body yeah Booth is pissed
1: and Booth is like you can't do that and she's like I'm gonna do it anyway I just was hoping as my partner you'd support me and I was like again good point yeah she's she's making a lot of great points this (laughs) app
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna come at you with a hot take whoa oh (laughs) I they always make it and granted this is different it's a decorated war veteran at least as what we think at this time and whatnot but so say separately like if something happened to like my mom and through some separate investigation they found out that maybe she wasn't she didn't die the way in which I initially I was told yeah I would want to know Oh, absolutely. And so having to exhume the body, granted, these are parents exhuming their child, so it's very different, but I wouldn't, I'd be like, yeah, do what you need to do to find out yeah. the truth. I mean, I think <clears throat> I this would This is ass- a very different circumstance, but...
1: Well, that, but I would assume this is also partially because me and you are, again, heathen atheists, or That's at least true. I am. I don't know if you're a heathen atheist. Oh, are sure. you oh, yeah. okay. So we don't, I don't think, think about... Uh, dead bodies the same way like gotcha. we don't probably connect it with this idea of like someone's soul or someone's resting place right. and yeah okay, exactly so I feel like for Booth because he is all that and the added war yeah. hero situation it's just like such a double slap in the face gotcha. whereas for me I would be exactly on board with you like if there was even a whiff of suspicion mm-hmm. and like exhuming a body could be helpful I'd be like exhume <laughs> them all like just do it uh, right away immediately <laughs> well, no, this guy I don't even know everybody, him but if we bring him up we in the vicinity <laughs>
0: Like, I don't care. I don't care who it is. Do it. Um, but um, Ken's mom was uh, unhappy and smacked Booth in the face. Yes.
1: Yeah, so the parents were there to see the body
0: exhumed, which I was like,
1: that seems grim. I'm sure they wanted to be there, but um, that bumped I guess me out.
0: It did. But then if my mom's body is being exhumed, I would probably want to be there to make sure everything was done properly, I guess. Oh, really? I would. I again, maybe this is me again being super like whatever. Body, but I would yeah. want to make sure that, you know yeah they're being careful i guess yeah
1: yeah i mean and that again this is just i feel like this whole episode is like just booth slowly getting pushed closer and closer to the edge and so like the mom of charlie kent coming up to him and then slapping him across the face just really kept moving it along he was really not doing well just constant teary-eyed booth throughout this episode
0: Um, so back at the lab, they're doing the autopsy, and Hodgins finally kind of gets it and just expresses his sympathy to Booth, which is very nice.
1: I think because also he's seeing Booth for the first time looking so... Like, when they have the body in the lab, Booth is, like, literally about to cry. He can't even, like face the body and the rest of the team is like around the body trying to start the exam Hmm. and he's just like so shaken and yeah Hodgins comes up to him and he's just kind of like he starts to say some stuff he's not articulate Booth is like what are you just trying to say to me right now and Hodgins is just like I'm sorry and you can see Angela in the background
0: of the shot noticing Mm -hmm. and I'm like "Ooh, it's starting yes it is (laughs) you're making him human good job Um, so then Booth is like, I gotta get out of here. He goes back to the FBI. He's interrogating Jimmy, who tells him who tells Booth what he saw. Then Booth interviews Campbell, who is um, a female soldier and who was a medic. I guess, in the and who was told to stay in the Humvee when the guys went in. She was, like,
1: in started medical school or about to go to medical yeah. school, and she was basically using That's the National Guard to pay her way to yes. medical school. Which, by the way, did you hear her mention that the reason she was in the Humvee while all the other guys were surrounding the insurgent's house was because women aren't supposed to engage mm-hmm. there?
0: Is that a real thing? Yeah. Because of cultural differences, or why? Oh, no, I think just militarily they're not supposed to be... Wait, what i know yeah what i think if it hasn't been overturned they're working on it now
1: wait so across all branches of our military women who serve are not allowed to engage in that in combat i think
0: not to say that that doesn't happen i would imagine but right like if they're like driving along
1: a road and they get ambushed of course they have to help their unit but but they can't proactively go to engage in combat i think so is there a reason for this or is this just sexism just sexism okay got it okay because i didn't look
0: into this i was just like what the fuck and then i was like all right anyway moving on i think we're one of literally the only militaries in the world that has this holy shit Mm mm-hmm oh wow i had no idea god forbid you know a we're just so weak and b what if men are tempted because apparently all men are secretly rapists and they just can't control themselves around women
1: wait but like i don't understand that's an argument for not letting women in the military period now mm-hmm. that they're in the military why are they not still in to engage in combat is it that the judge they don't think they have the judgment to no like idea.
0: a fucking 18 year old just like like if you if i had to choose between the the judgment of an 18 year old woman and an 18 year old boy guess who i'm going with well and also it's just like i mean i think we can all
1: know just from life experience that everyone's pretty much equally dumb so i really don't understand if anything studies have shown women are better at taking in multiple points of information and making more like thoughtful decisions as opposed to acting on like you know, impulses or fewer pieces of information. That's why women make such good leaders and mentors.
0: And I think that's why they think that men are better for war because they can just kind of... At least of, in the workplace. Okay. They can just kind of... Um,
1: follow directions. Yeah. Follow orders and not think yep. and just do. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm bummed to know that that's real. I kind of just clocked it, and I was like, "Is this wrong?" And I just moved on because I wasn't going to spend more time on it. And I'm upset uh, now, as if
0: anything that I said was wrong. But I do know that that is okay. no.
1: I I trust you. I believe you. I just uh, I'm. Uh, I don't know
0: where the where those rules exactly lie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I am so curious to know what that's about. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can probably guess where that's coming <laughs> from, but you know what I mean. Like, I would love to know what the official party line is on that
0: yeah what their what their reasoning yeah is. what yeah. they say the reason is yeah. yeah
1: oh my god that's um well now i'm just angry anyway oh, so i'm sorry no please oh my
0: god <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> you're, you're like for, i apologize on what, behalf of the patriarchy old white white men yeah
1: <laughs> so sorry um okay that's what they want me to do <laughs> you this fall right we'll make into it the, in the army, army. <laughs> so know. yeah and so he also interviews Lefferts, mm-hmm. who was another guy from the unit, who was the guy who was apparently on the back side of the house mm-hmm. with Kent, um, I felt bad for Lefferts, I got to say. So Lefferts was older. He was like a 45-year-old when mm-hmm. he got called up. And mm-hmm. I just was really – I know like the this whole parade of suspects is something they do every episode. And like most of them don't mean anything because it's sort of just like red herrings or filler. Right, right, right. But Lefferts, I was just like – i felt for him he was just like i was so old everyone called me dad yeah. as a joke and then he was just like none of us should have been there like he yeah. was he wasn't saying it just for himself he's like right. none of us should have been there like i'm a lawyer this guy's a kid like
0: yeah and i just felt so and... sad yeah. <laughs> it really bummed me out and like when they are doing like flashbacks and they show him and then the other younger guys being like dad what happened I was yeah like, oh that is fucking heartbreaking <sighs> Oh, it's just I mean,
1: and it anyway, the, the interviews reveal that there's definitely something being covered up mm-hmm. because, well, first of all, everyone's story is like a little different. They clearly still generally function on the same plot line. Mm-hmm. But like everyone also repeats the line about how they stuff start to go down when they heard the pop, pop, pop of mm-hmm. like the AK-47s from the insurgents. So if they all said the exact same line, Booth is like, that's not right. Um, so, yeah, I mean.
0: So while he's interrogating um, the, I um, said the kids. The kids are back in the lab. <laughs> oh, one thing too
1: about the body in the lab. I don't know what I thought a one-year-old body that was buried would look it like. It was in
0: very good shape. Yeah, there was no decom.
1: I'm assuming that like embalming and all that probably helps with that a little bit. I just don't. I don't know what I thought, but, but I, I can't should see.
0: imagine if you're in the military, you're deployed, like. Not that this is ever something I would want to think about, but like, I can't imagine they have a lot of, or maybe they do because it's war, but have like proper storage and stuff, and like it would take a while to get the body back, and like so many just logistical things, yeah. That like this body looks like it's been dead for like a day. Yeah, it's just like bruised. Every, like I don't know. It it looked like. And maybe well, yeah, maybe right embalming.
1: I have no idea, but also it's just like I also don't know what it is supposed to look like at just one year of, uh, I guess decomposition. I just I expected more than that, because you're right, it looked literally like just like a fresh body, and yeah. I was like very confused by that.
0: I agree. Um, so while uh, Booth is interrogating, um, all the nerds in the lab are. <laughs> Um, um i think you mean the squints jacks thank you yes <laughs> um they realize that some of the bullets are from ak-47s but some of them are from the uh military issued guns so it was a friendly fire situation um upon learning this booth goes to rest lefferts um and they find that he actually has already hanged himself and he left a note um but yeah, because he
1: was basically the one because it was like the military issue gun. He was the only one on the unit carrying that specific gun. So they knew he had basically friendly fire killed yeah. Kent. And he even wrote in the note, I killed Kent and hung himself. And I was like this. Was, I don't know. This really bummed me it was out. This was the fucking worst.
0: Yeah. Um, But Lefferts's assistant said that he was out of town when Devon was killed. So it couldn't have been Lefferts who killed Devon. Um. And then, kind of the thing that really changes a a real turning point is when Kent's dad goes into um, Booth's office and just asks him to find the truth. um, Because I think he's able, maybe able to be a little more objective than the wife who is very upset. Yeah. Um, And is like, I don't like, I just want the truth about my son. Yeah. And so I think that really changes things for Booth um oh i didn't really pick up on that that makes sense though yeah because then because the whole time bones has been like you have to be objective like yeah basically her thing is finding the truth because
1: every time he's been interviewing people he's kind of been softballing them too yes. like not being his usual self in terms yeah. of interrogation
0: and so whereas bones wasn't quite able to get through to him this guy coming in was like oh even mm. if the you know this man's like the father of this man can even yeah. be objective about it. Then surely, you know.
1: Well, and it's also like, I, hopefully, he's realizing that it's not it's not dishonor to right. his service and his sacrifice Absolutely. to find out the truth of how he died, and totally. that's actually peace. That gives peace to the families too. Absolutely. So,
0: yeah, you're right. Um. So back to the military base. Um. They talk to Captain Fuller, who basically just makes. BS excuses for not knowing it was friendly fire and for the crappy autopsy report. And in the lab, they find like wood, I was kind of zoning out a little bit, but they found like wood <laughs> splinters in Kent's body and realized that because they're looking at all the pictures from the files. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. And, like, these things are so incredibly obvious that yeah. it's painful. Like, a giant blood smear on the floor where clearly a body, body was moved. moved. And then they, like,
1: took a picture of it, which yeah. I thought was kind of hilarious.
0: Guys. All the files in the report are
1: like, wait. there. Here's all the damning evidence you could yeah. possibly ever need. How, how more could we make it obvious that we rearranged all of these bodies? Yeah. Um, and it was also really funny because they like... Okay, this is not funny. Sorry. That was the wrong thing to say. There's an image of like... So because it was three insurgents in the house. So it was right. like two men and a woman. and Three so like, alleged Three insurgents, alleged insurgents. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and so one of the pictures is of the woman mm-hmm. who like clearly was like holding, like, a serving spoon, like, she was about to serve dinner, and then someone had clearly just, like, placed a grenade in her open, dead hand. It was ridiculous. It it looked, I mean, probably for the purposes of the the show, they had to also make it look obvious, but it was just so obviously staged. I was like, wait, what? I mean, they had already mentioned earlier, like, in the process of realizing some of the the bullets in Kent's body were from friendly fire, they also noted that the AK-47 bullets that were in his body were clearly also, like, shot into him after he was dead. So we could all see this coming, but it was just, like guys do a better job
0: (laughs) yeah because the the fact that they found wood splinters but he was in the middle of the room means that he had to have been lying down and like after he had died like someone just stood over him and just yeah shot him which is terrible so it's a huge cover-up yes and booth is horrified or no he doesn't know yet actually so we go to booth and he is eating lunch with the judge who he met at the va hank Luttrell, who he served with and we find... Did we know that Booth had a gambling problem? So that's the thing. I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think it's come up before. No. Yeah. So um, we find that out. Yeah. So Booth is just haunted by so many skeletons. <laughs> well, because hey, Hank is trying to be a good friend,
1: trying to be like, are Hank's you great okay? Friend. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you having gambling issues again? Like, what's the
0: deal, buddy? Yeah. Are you
1: talking to someone? You should talk to he someone. He sees
0: the pain in yeah. Booth. And clearly, I, Hank seems... Like he's been through therapy. Yeah, he's a little more emotionally stable. Yeah. Um, And so Booth alludes to. A thing that took place that clearly has been haunting him this entire time. And it's very awkward.
1: Yeah. Like he asks him, like, do you think that we did the right thing over there? And then Hank's like, We did yeah, like we had did what we had to do. Yeah. And, and Booth was like, But even that last time? And you're like, Oh God, what happened I that know last that I was time? Like,
0: please don't it, have like killed a child. I, I assumed oh, I immediately God, assumed it was it was that he
1: killed a child. Like, please what else don't. could it be? Yeah.
0: Oh God. <laughs> and so now we're also feeling like shit this whole
1: time. <laughs> um fun thing here too. Okay, I keep saying fun and i feel like that's not the right word for this episode (laughs) but hank also is just like yeah you need to talk to someone he's like what about your girlfriend that doctor Uh, and i'm like ah just seating more of that anyway good times i'm still hanging on to that
0: stuff because you know (laughs) that's my primary reason for watching the show um so then that's when we go back to lab and bones and angela are looking at everything and just picking out the various things that show that it was staged yeah um and it's incredibly sad um because you know stuff like that Happened? Yeah, you know. ab-
1: absolutely. And actually, it was interesting to me. Not interesting. Holy shit. It just made me think about... Like, so anyway, it comes out this was not only a cover-up of Kent's Friendly Fire death, mm-hmm. but that he busted in there on a mistake anyway these weren't insurgents this yes. was just a family having dinner he totally. mistook a spoon that a woman was holding like light glinted off of it he yeah. thought it was the barrel of a gun it was not it was a spoon and he like busted in there and started shooting everyone yeah. and in his confusion Lefferts also accidentally shot him yes. so it was just like one confused scared kid mm-hmm. didn't know what to do made a mistake and then another confused scared man didn't know what to do made yeah. a mistake yeah. and it was just like such a sad terrible situation <laughs> all awful. around yeah
0: um, so Booth is horrified and furious and he goes to the military booths. Nope, nope, not the military booths, the military base, <laughs> um, and arrests Fuller for the cover up because innocent, un- innocent family was killed. And then, um, which I have to say, am
1: I horribly cynical, but I was just like, that would never happen in real life. They would have just covered it up. Right?
0: Yes, I'm sure. Okay.
1: Yeah, because Booth storms in there and Captain Fuller's like, the FBI doesn't fucking have jurisdiction here. And then behind him, all these military like generals come in and they're like, but we do. Yeah. So he's clearly about to get like, court-martialed or whatever. I'm like, this... No.
0: I am also cynical. It's hard not to be when you see how many people, how many cops who have murdered black people yeah. are just being let go constantly, not a problem, not being prosecuted. So like... Yeah. And that's, and that's And that's also that's
1: here. Here... Of Where American people citizens are protesting, yeah,
0: yeah, it's and so overseas during a war that's of here course. with
1: cameras yes. and like and like but, like video surveillance and all these things that we can show like what was going they on. They are caught red-handed and they still
0: right. nothing. happens
1: Versus to them. a foreign country, mm-hmm. one quote unquote random family just right. you know in the random middle of nowhere, like no, nobody's no.
0: sticking up for that family, absolutely not. Um, so uh, they go back to the lab and they. Figure out what you mentioned earlier um, that Devon was killed by someone with medical experience. So then they have to go and arrest Campbell because um, she is a doctor now. And I, I'm glad they didn't. They weren't like she was patching up a girl. Yeah. When they arrest her, why didn't you just let the girl go? She's like 12. She doesn't need to hear this. She doesn't <laughs> that's need to hear true. about how her doctor actually murdered a fellow soldier. Wait, that's a good point. Get her out of the room. Why did they just like? Because if, if Campbell was crazy, she could have, like, took the girl hostage or something.
1: Oh, good point. I didn't even think about that. I was mostly just like, can they just barge in on someone's appointment like that?
0: Because <laughs> they literally barged into Hello, the examination room.
1: <laughs> but you're right. It was probably an emergent enough situation that they could barge in. But, yeah, they should have gotten that girl away oh, quickly. Girl. I mean, to her credit, Campbell just saw them and immediately knew. And yeah. she was just like... He was going to tell. Yeah. Know, I'm just like everyone's sad.
0: Everyone's just sad and the beat down is, by like, what happened. Campbell, like you were in the Humvee. You had zero like Yeah. You would have never gotten But she was kill. part of the cover up. Yeah, but like I don't know. No, I agree. Like of
1: all of them, she seemed to have the, most the least yeah. Yes. There was the least amount of blood on her hands. Right. But I, that, what I didn't understand is like are we supposed to understand that her motivation is She had so much to lose. Like, if this came out, she thought she would lose her medical
0: career? Probably, yeah. I guess. Right? I mean, is that what would have actually happened, though? Well, if she had been court-martialed and stuff, I imagine she could be put in army prison.
1: I don't know how any of this works. I don't know. I was assuming she was no longer serving. Yeah. In which case, I was like, okay, so if they don't pursue this outside of, like, the army... or or outside of the military judicial system. Maybe it comes out publicly and it makes her look bad. But what happens?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. Cause
1: also like you said, she wasn't even fucking there. She literally just came in at the end and tried to save his life. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, whatever.
0: Um, so they arrest her and then, yo, so they're back at the cemetery. Uh, Yeah. The CGI was fucking insane. Wait, what's CGI? There was CGI for when the two parents' families, it was Devon's mom, mom and, and sister, sister and Kent's mom and dad. And if you look, it is I don't know if they filmed it afterwards. I don't know what happened. <laughs> because Booth and Bones are actually in a garden. I think it's just the back garden of the FBI. Okay. But they're trying to make it look like our center. Yeah. And so because they're trying to do that, they had they put a CGI Arlington Cemetery background for the two for families, the mom and dad. Okay, and it looks horrible. I was not even paying attention to this at this point. Oh my god, it was <laughs> an abomination.
1: That's so weird that they just yeah maybe they only had like a limited amount of time to shoot in the cemetery and they used up that time and then they couldn't film this
0: part. Yeah, it was bad. Anyways. Um, the families are very supportive of each other, which is lovely.
1: Although, presumably, you're not even allowed to film in Arlington Cemetery, right? I can't imagine that they would actually allow that. That seems not appropriate. Uh,
0: I mean, it seemed like they were there at the... But the beginning, maybe just, the cold open looked really good, but yeah. in
1: retrospect, now that I think about it... They
0: probably just made it a set or something. Yeah, well, only just
1: because... Maybe I'm wrong, but I just... I would everything that we're imagine. talking about like honor and sacrifice right, right, like right. can you imagine arlington cemetery allowing people to film like a bones tv show there i would hope not yeah
0: well that's what yeah so we both yeah. hope not let's not look it up in case it is <laughs> <laughs> um and so because um angela had spoken to bones earlier and was just like you know sometimes you just need to be there to support them you don't yeah. even have to say anything just Knowing that they have your support is nice. Yeah. Um, and Booth finally comes out with his story, which, though not great, also I don't think he's culpable for anything. He I'm glad you job. said that
1: because I, no offense, was like underwhelmed by his big reveal.
0: I mean... I get it because he has a son and he has a son who is approximately the same age as this child. Oh, that's true. The story being that there was this Serbian (laughs) general in Kosovo. Who was basically committing genocide. Yes. Not basically. He He was was committing genocide. Totally. And so the only chance that they had to get him was at his son's birthday party. (laughs) The whole time he started with the, was his son's birthday. I, I was like, like, the kid's gonna die. The kid's gonna like, die. The kid's gonna, have gonna to die. Like, shoot through this child yes. to get to this you know what It made me think and of I was face like, off. Yes, and I was like, no. <laughs> but it wasn't. No, I mean, killing a man in front of his child, not great. Right. um I'd say less than ideal. <laughs> um But also like. You saved lives and like you were doing your job. And I, I mean, I get it, but also you're good. You're good in my eyes. He was apparently haunted by
1: the fact that he felt like he certainly traumatized this young boy because he basically killed him in front of him and, and like the blood of his dad was like splattered all over him apparently. And like, yes, totally agree. I just, I felt like the way they were building it up was like they killed the kid So then when it didn't end up being that, I was like, wait, what?
0: Yeah. It was. Woof. But, but yes, of course,
1: objectively still bad. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, uh, but at least the only thing that's good that comes out of it is that Bones is there and is very sympathetic and really supports him. And yeah. they have a nice little moment. She manages to
1: like not say anything. She mm-hmm. just kind of like puts Listens her hand on his and, yeah. to comfort him. And then we just end on a nice long shot of their hands h- holding yep. Yep. each other. It's great.
0: Yep. <laughs> I, Four seasons from now, they'll fall in love. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't wait um, for the last episode because I hope it's a little... I, I mean, I know it can't be any real, truly lighthearted episode because it's a show about people getting murdered every time. Yeah, but, but like... I just hope it's not like this for but the But they end.
0: can be fun sometimes. This was not fun. Yeah. This was just making me think about <laughs> the war again and right. like debating morality and it's like, oh, fuck. Well, and also it's like they show
1: enough sides to the argument that you just walk away feeling like no one wins, which I think is the point. Exactly. But like. I agree. And maybe we're being unreasonable to think that we shouldn't have to confront and think about these issues. But I just didn't expect it here. And I just, it really was not what I was planning to see today.
0: Yes. Everything was very well said. Yeah, maybe I have the luxury of not having to think about it. Yeah, but also, oof, I guess the show handled it pretty well. Sometimes the show, as we yeah. have seen, handles things very poorly. But this one, at least, it was—they did a pretty good job.
1: I was again surprised because, like that thing I mentioned earlier, where Hodges is basically like, "We went into Iraq for no reasons. This was right. a lie." Like this guy, like. Bush is a tyrant, essentially. Um, Like, I didn't expect them to take such a strong stance on that.
0: because they alluded to him thinking that, but they didn't come out and say they didn't say his name, so maybe that's what it was. And then they just really went for it.
1: But they kept being like, there were no WMDs and blah, blah. blah. So you're like, okay, who else could it be? Um, But yeah, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised that they acknowledged that... What Booth essentially said at the end is... When you kill a person, it's not just that person who dies. Like, everyone dies. The Absolutely. person who killed them dies. The people around them who experience the loss, they're forever changed. No one comes out of this unscathed. So, it was it's like a, real a very... crux a situation. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really measured and, like, thoughtful take Absolutely. on war.
0: Yes. And it's the one kind of undeniable truth of it. Yes. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. Well... That was episode twenty one, and we looked it up right. There's only twenty two in the season, so the next one's the last one. Like,
0: so not fun, but thoughtful. Yes,
1: which is maybe a good thing to end on. And I will say, because you always notice this, and I never pay attention to this because I'm just looking out for stupid shit, like you know, (laughs) I don't know, stupid stuff people have said. Yeah, whatever. Um, But you always point out, like, well, you can see the beginnings of these relationships or these dynamics forming, and this one, I will say, I felt like it was the strongest. one of the strongest episodes for like the the lab people but also yeah. bones and booth kind of gelling and being like we're not just good partners and good friends now we like truly emotionally support each other and we push each other to be better Especially more pathetic I whatever feel like
0: it's usually booth being like no we're partners kind yes. of and this time it was her which yeah surprising being like no but we're partners like yeah yeah it was nice it was uh good good times good times yeah good times it was not it was
1: not good times but yeah cool dudes dudes
0: um oh i forgot my notebook i remember oh one no of them. it's okay
1: would you would you like to go first just so you
0: don't forget um uh it was i had a couple Ooh, but the only one i can remember <laughs> is jason bateman <laughs> he is a cutie wait what, what were you so watching cool. um nothing i was i've been listening to the Smartless, Smartless podcast. okay um and i just find it very funny
1: i really have enjoyed that podcast too because of i mean him and will arnett i love their so dynamics much. are
0: great and
1: they just will arnett is so good i just like ragging on all yeah. of them it is hilarious yeah i'm obsessed with it me too i like it that's a good one yeah he seems nice and surprisingly i like when they allude to his wild past because he yes. was a child star and to see him now and he seems so boring and He's stable it's so dad. funny yeah yeah uh to have known 18 year old jason bateman must have been a wild time
0: i mean my dad rode motorcycles and had like long hair and whatnot when he was younger <laughs> and like got into fights and stuff yeah and he likes to bake pies now.
1: My dad, too. He always says that he was in a gang. I don't know how much of this is real. <laughs> Again, I there's my dad's reality and then there's reality. <laughs> but I believe it because, like, they grew up super poor in Taiwan, like, at a really tumultuous time in the country's history. Like, there wasn't great infrastructure or opportunities. Um You know, Chinese parents, they're not great. So, like, find
0: your support system where you can. Yeah. So, I'm
1: like, it makes sense that my dad basically got into fights all the time, almost got expelled constantly from school, was a terrible student, and was in a gang. But then, speaking of war, and I don't know why I'm bringing this up, my dad has told me some stories of growing up in Taiwan where I'm just like, wow, what a different life even we lead one generation apart. Mm -hmm. When he was younger, he was. with I think two of his young friends, and this was like, they must have been like eight or something oh, like super young. Um, and the, Taiwan basically, like there, there had just been a civil war with mm-hmm. Chi- in China, right? They, My parents and my grandparents were part of the Nationalist Party. They were fighting the communists. They clearly lost and then they fled <laughs> to Taiwan. Um, so I guess there were still like mines or munitions oh, kind of in, I don't know if it was like a minefield that they just hadn't cleared or like if they were just like throwing out old artillery or what the situation was. Mm-hmm. But anyway, him and his two friends would often like go and collect scrap metal because mm-hmm. they needed the money. Totally. So he went and him and his two friends, they ended up finding a live mine. And oh one of his God. friends basically blew his face off in front of him. So one of what? his earliest memories of childhood is basically rummaging around in old war stuff. And then one of his young childhood friends gets his face blown off in
0: front of him. He didn't die?
1: Oh, I think he died. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah, I think it's just... Jesus
0: Christ. And I was like, Dad, I think you and I have different
1: lives. <laughs> but, you know, it just it came to mind now that
0: we've been talking about war this whole episode. But, yeah. Yeah, no. I, My dad, was he, he clarifies. He was like, I was not in a motorcycle gang. I just hung out with them. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I just liked the vest. And the bars, <laughs> He was like, I knew they got to, into some real bad stuff, and I didn't need to be a part of that. So I just hung out with them, and then I would, you know, get out of there with your mom. You know, <laughs> Before things went really, down. Yeah, he was like, I've known three men who have murdered people in my life. And I was just like, Jesus, Jeff. Presumably all from the gang? Some of them. Oh. I think like two of the three. Yeah, our parents have had very different lives. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, well... Mm-hmm. And then
1: like what people don't know is that for the 20 minutes before we started recording today, I was trying to just find my Wi-Fi password. I just could not figure it out for the life of me. And it was like this, that was the conflict of 2021. It was the biggest deal thing that had happened to me for the last couple of days. Um, So anyway, you know what? I guess that should give us all a sense of, pride and hope
0: for how much can change in just one generation i mean to be fair my dad also has trouble finding wi-fi passwords so
1: So there's more bringing us together than we realize (laughs) oh so who are your dudes oh my dudes okay so you're familiar with one of them and i think you have called them out before i've been watching deadwood
0: um i don't know if you've have you ever watched it i watched like a couple episodes but i couldn't get into it
1: I feel like this is so true of so many HBO shows. They start kind of slow and it's like kind of like I feel like The Wire, The Sopranos, like all these shows like the first like six, I mean for The Wire it's almost like the entire first season but like they just, you really gotta like hang on.
0: You need at least three episodes of the wire yeah it's not like four or five I
1: mean I again would argue it's most of the first season (laughs) (laughs)
0: but anyway once
1: you get into it it's one of my favorite shows ever but um, Deadwood I am obsessed with this show now because once you hang on through those first couple episodes the show is brutal it's like you know frontier America all that kind of stuff it's not a great time and by the way to be clear no one looks good so the men I'm about to bring up
0: I'm not like super hot for them from the show because everyone's disgusting and everyone's hygiene is bad like everyone's covered in like four layers of dust
1: everything's just like Dirt and shit, and yeah. whatever, and like everyone's just gross and never showers and wears the same clothes every day. So, I'm and like which not seems into it. Very
0: realistic to the time, yes. So, like, I
1: appreciate the accuracy. It personally grosses me out.
0: Oh, however, <laughs> yes, <he's laughs> the cleanest person I've known. <laughs> that insane. being
1: said, um, yeah, no, the show is hilarious. piece I highly recommend it because, again, it's very dark, but. There are so many great lines of dialogue and the sarcasm and the wit of some of the characters, I am like laughing out loud hysterically watching this show at this point. It okay, is so good. I'll have good. to revisit. Um, but, Timothy Oliphant oh, yeah. plays the, so one, of, one of the many main characters It's a very ensemble situation. Mm. He plays Seth Bullock. He's, a sheriff he's a real savior complex do-gooder he has a weird mustache on the show which i'm not a huge fan of (laughs) but otherwise you know it's timothy oliphant so obviously and then the other guy i was going to bring up plays his like bff and like business partner um the actor's name is john hawks i have a picture for you here um he plays a character called soul star and um <laughs> look, like I said, okay while you okay while you collect yourself. Let me say, let my as I remind you, no one looks hot in the show. No one in this show is giving me real hunk vibes because of the accuracy to the times, but also just I think they cast
0: it well, right? Because they well, you don't know like Ian, what's his face in his pajamas? Because they know his one-piece pajamas. <laughs>
1: in the brothel because <laughs> they know that people probably lived really hard oh, and so yeah. they look a little rough yeah. but I still thought he deserved an honorable mention he's got a great head of hair he's he's so sweet in the show and he just plays like a really nice guy who just tries to teach this poor girl who's like working in the brothel um, how to do math and I'm just like s- he's adorable yeah I won't call her a whore, but that's the the language of the show. Is everyone's just so brutal with the right. language? So she's always just like, "I'm just a whore," and I'm just like, "Trixie, stop saying that." Yeah.
0: Um, anyway, um, uh, you made me think of someone else. Oh yeah, who ha- similarly has a good head of hair. Oh. <laughs> but look at those baby blues. Yeah. Um, is I've been rewatching Psych, and <laughs> James Roday Rodriguez is a very handsome. Wait, fella. Psych
1: James. Rode Rodriguez. Um,
0: okay, look for him when he was in psych.
1: Oh,
0: he's the main character guy. Yeah, he's cute.
1: Oh, I was never into his face.
0: Oh, I didn't mind it.
1: But I understand why someone would be into it. Mm. Someone, i.e., you. <laughs> <laughs> Not a hypothetical person.
0: And also, Dulay Hill is very handsome.
1: Oh, yeah, Dooley Hill. Great, great, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess no one else you can recall? um
0: i can't i mean
1: look i'm not gonna force you to call a man hot if you can't come
0: up with him <laughs> i'm not gonna twist your arm to be like what's the dude you want to bone this week i literally i didn't have anybody and then i had to sit and think about it and look through my observe and report notes to see like what i've watched and to try to think of guys and everything that yeah. i watched so yeah.
1: well i will say that um if I don't finish Deadwood soon enough and that's when I'm still watching the next time, I'm going to have a hard time coming up with guys too. Because, again, mm. there's just not a lot of pretty faces in that show.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Amazing actors, incredible characters. Mm. Just not a lot of pretty faces. Um, I did think, though, I was like, we're always t- talking about dudes. And I know that's what we do. But we also um whenever we're together talking about amazing ladies yeah well we've called out
1: i think a couple women before just to be like super impressed
0: um so ladies we love section oh nice you and i recently have been watching the alien movies yes sigourney weaver oh my god beautiful talented statuesque love it can pull off hairstyles that no one else can
1: and can pull off outfits that no one else can. Can pull
0: off the lowest cut underwear you ever seen in your life. We have been watching, as you said, a bunch of the
1: movies again, and Every like ten minutes, we'll see a shot where we're like, "Look at her skin," or like, "Look at her hair." Like, so good. She just looks incredible. And then we'll Google it, and we'll realize she was like in her early forties filming this, and we'll just be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. She just looks so good. And then amazing. we both, I think, were blown away when we realized she is currently like seventy-one years old, but she still fucking looks amazing. incredible. Yeah. Not that that's all that matters, but right. she's an incredible actress, yeah. and she p- did such a fantastic job with that character. She's
0: made an iconic character.
1: I yes, you're. Thank you for bringing that up. That she so deserves a shout out for the totally. rest of our lives till the end of time. I agree for the for the rest of the life of this
0: podcast, <laughs> which will have to be however like long that more more might be. Get through all these episodes <laughs> <laughs> until you rage quit because it'll be <laughs> season four and they still haven't gotten together. It's okay. At least I know what's about to happen. I know it won't be till like season
1: eight, so I can I can try to. I don't know if I will actually keep all the rage inside, but I can try. <laughs> I like this. So it's the ladies we love section. Yeah. I love it.
0: I'm going to add it into my notes so I remember to do it. Love it. I mean, there's just so many. So are you ready for hypothetical? Let's do this. Okay. So here's the thing. I appreciate you taking on this task to unburden me from it. I I, no, appreciate I mean,
1: it. you did the hypotheticals for the first like 18 of this, of these shows. So well, I feel like it's only fair.
0: It is your job from now on. I don't know if you realize this. Here's the
1: thing. I'm really <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel even today. <laughs> so I just want you to know that when I'm trying to find hypotheticals, I literally put into Google hypothetical questions. Well,
0: I feel like your brother-in-law often has good ones and you're going to visit soon. So maybe just oh, that's true. ask him if he's His are me. too real. <laughs> Oh, I enjoy the real ones. Okay, well, then you, like you won't Chris like Warner any ones. of these. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I was Googling and, and you know, finding nothing because I'd already looked through these websites many times. Fighter Jet. It's still, it always will be <laughs> fighter Jet. Oh, I didn't think of a better one than Space <laughs> Shuttle. Damn it. Oh, damn it. I have to Maybe think about tank? this Tank? Oh, Tank would be cool, but it's so slow.
0: <laughs> Fair the point is you Still took the best though. one and i just can't repeat <laughs> it that's the problem here i feel like tank would be great
1: just look saying. these would all be great in certain scenarios but like as a all around you'll always be happy that you picked it it's gonna be fighter jet
0: but slowly here's the thing we're a great tag team fighter jet up high going fast tank down low just blowing shit up
1: yeah and then you'll always just be at a location waiting for me for six <laughs> hours <laughs> Or it's like, we're going to rendezvous here at 10 p.m. And it's like, I have to start leaving now. And then you
0: leave like I get to sleep 10 in minutes time. ahead of time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, I exhausted the typical bullshit sites. Okay. And then I was like, oh, Reddit might be a good place for this. So oh, I started yeah. Googling, like looking for subreddits or like sub, or, or Reddit threads anyway. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll oh really be reflected in the quality <laughs> of these questions. I have actually like six but i think we Ooh. only need to ask some of them we can save some of these for next time Great. but the one that i want to bring up first which is even a genuine question but i just need to read it to you so you know what i was sifting through <laughs> oh, no. so you know that question where it's like can god make a like a stone uh, so heavy that he even he it. can't move it and yeah. it's supposed to just be like a paradox and there's no real answer right. so the reddit version was oh, no. can god make a dildo so powerful his own ass can't take it <laughs>
0: And when I saw that, I was like, I'm in the right place. (laughs) (laughs) You are borderline dark webbing it right now.
1: Anyway, just everyone enjoy that. Uh, I laughed for like probably 15 minutes straight when I first saw it. (laughs) Um, I'm a child. Okay. Let's see how many of these we will actually want to get through. So the first one that I think could be interesting. Mm -hmm. You have a... Wait, have we asked this? Oh, God. You have a button. (laughs) Which when you
0: press I didn't it. Know, I heard butt and I was like where is this going? <laughs> you have a button.
1: <laughs> you have a button which mm-hmm. when you press it does something. Mm-hmm. What does yours do? Oh. Very open ended. Could be anything. Um
0: <laughs> My first thought was Pays for a kid's college, which I feel like is just. <laughs> Wait, your
1: kids are just any kids. Ain't
0: any kids. Wow, I don't know how that oh would react. you are very button? different people. Okay.
1: No, no, no. Not to say that it's bad, but this just reminds me of the last one when I was like, when you can, if you could hack, and you were like, I'm gonna like, like unearth injustice, and I was like, I'm just gonna steal money. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I, I think we're gonna notice a very similar trend this time around. <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay. Well, if I had a button... I mean, I'm just... Basically, my thought process is, what is a problem that needs to be fixed? I don't know why a button would have to do with it, but like... That was also my st- thought process, but seemingly mine... Seemingly straightforward. But mine looked very much inwards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were like, what's a world problem I can fix? Oh, okay, so what's yours? Mine okay. was like... I want it because I was thinking about my life. I was like, very much like right now. (laughs) Sorry, since Kat is ruining everything. She just keeps walking across the desk where the microphone is (laughs) and knocking
0: it over with her tail.
1: (laughs) Okay. So right now, what I wish I could change the most about my life is I just wish I could eat more healthily. So my button would literally just when I press it, it would just produce a balanced meal of protein and vegetables. Oh, that's great. And it would just like vary, like it would cycle. Yeah, yeah. But so just like whenever that I'm hungry. Great. Yes. And yeah. it's like something that I know and like to eat. So it's like I don't have to think about making food and then exactly. relying on shit food and ordering bad food. I will always have good, healthy, tasty food at my fingertips. So theoretically it will improve my life.
0: That was great. I was gonna bypass that and be like, oh, I just lose weight. <laughs> Wait, but every time you press it yeah. <laughs> Oh, so you just like gain weight, gain weight, gain weight, lose co- it, I'm gain weight gain, weight, gain
1: weight, gain weight. <laughs> or you'll just like do that like the incredible yo yoing. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> um no that's just,
1: think... you could be like, I just lose twenty pounds.
0: That's a I like yours though. I think that's great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, you were gonna send some children to college?
0: Yeah. Oh no
1: no i love it and again i think just really highlights the different people that we are
0: <laughs> but i also like yours i would 100 percent do yours
1: i can also push great. the button for you so we can both benefit from the meals great. and then you can send oh, kids to college that's very nice yeah we I'll have send a button.
0: Teddy to college. Oh,
1: thank you. He doesn't need your money, but the, I mean, I the mean, button is gonna, inexhaustible. He's
0: gonna win a Nobel Prize. Oh yeah. So well, and obviously, he's gonna it.
1: get like a full merit-based scholarship <laughs> to Harvard because he's just so fucking smart. <laughs> Uh, Teddy is my nephew and my parents very much want him to win a Nobel Prize and go to Harvard. In case you were wondering, are those stereotypes about Asian-Americans true? Um, And do they truly put that type of pressure on their children in terms of academics? And the answer is yes.
0: Check in check.
1: (laughs) At least for this Chinese-American family. We are not a monolith. Hilarious. (laughs) Okay. Next question. Or tell me when you want to stop. Because I, like I said, I have like, well, now four of them left
0: okay so yeah maybe do one or two more
1: because mine unlike yours are quick
0: (laughs) oh no that's fine mine take about 30 seconds to answer that's totally fine
1: wait but can god make a dildo so powerful his own ass can't take it
0: (laughs) i don't believe in god
1: (laughs) okay second second true question if you could ask your future self from the year 2050, Ooh. one
0: question. Wait, so I'm going to be 20.
1: I know. I had to do this math earlier, too. So, like, so it's like 30, 30, years 30 years from now. now. Okay. So we'll be like 63 60... oh, or something. If you could ask one question, what would it be? Oh,
0: boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Maybe this one requires a little bit more thought. Um, I guess it's just a reflection of what where I am now. And I think I'd, oh man, <laughs> I don't know. What is your answer? Do you have one?
1: I did. Um, so I think, and maybe I have to think about it if there's a way around this, but my initial thought was I would ask myself, what is your greatest regret? Which I feel like is kind of an oh, open-ended enough question yeah. so that my future self could think about, all the life experiences I basically had until then and either choose to give me a very specific answer or even just like a, maybe a more vague life mm. advice kind of yeah. answer. And then hopefully
0: I can take away what I need from that. Cause it could be something as broad as I turned down too many opportunities or something. Yeah.
1: Or like I wasn't brave enough to just take chances yeah. or what, like it could be as that, or as specific, maybe it yeah. was literally like I wish on January 15th, twenty. 32 i hadn't uh driven my car out into the
0: street or something (laughs) so who knows me too because that's the day before my birthday right (laughs) i don't want to be like that kid that booth ruined his life i i just assume
1: and i would like to think i can trust my future self to know the right answer to Mm. tell me to like hopefully generally improve my quality of life
0: yeah no um maybe i would ask because I feel like we're both in a place where we're very successful in terms of uh, our occupancy. Um, But I would like to be doing something else, and I don't know what. Yeah. So maybe my question would just be um, something about, like, did you – end up enjoying your career or whatever hopefully i'm retired by this point yes that's true too (laughs) but like yeah did you enjoy whatever career you ended up or maybe yeah because then that might
1: leave lead your future self to perhaps give some advice
0: or either what i'm doing is A perfectly fine path, i end up being happy with it. Or when an opportunity presents itself to do something else, I take it. Would you want, like, a very straightforward and explicit answer? Or would you prefer something a little... Because I feel like this sort of is,
1: like, in the same vein of... We had a question a while back where it was, like, would you want to know what happens to you in your future? Mm. Um, And I remember you said you did not want to know.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, even though I do regret stuff now... Like, I do, but I don't, like, yeah. it's led me to here, like, maybe I would have never met you if I had That's made true. other decisions, and, like... And what would your life be like then? <laughs> what dildos would I contemplate then? <laughs> Perhaps none. Would you know you needed to be a fighter jet transformer? You did not. You would not. No, but, like, so many relationships and friendships have, like, changed my life and, like, influenced decisions and stuff, so... Uh, I don't really regret anything. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I For this, I think maybe I would want a more specific answer, actually. Okay, like career-wise. Yeah, I think so. Because I'm just so would lost you, with it now that I just... Would
1: you just ask, like, what's a new career path that I should, like, look into? Would you ask there, something so direct? Yeah, is
0: there... Maybe, like, is there a new career path yeah. that I end up taking yeah yeah cool 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 I think that's what i'd go with
1: all right i like it thanks i'm also of the same mind kind of focused on work stuff yeah trying to figure out like what it is i want to be doing for the next three decades yeah because everything else i feel like i'm pretty stable yeah or at least at least for me like I know myself well enough to not be confused about what I want in those aspects. Yes. Maybe, well, I guess maybe relationships, but that's not something I imagine this can be helpful for.
0: Yeah, and I, I have more control over my career than I do over like finding somebody. Yeah. So like, and I don't know about you, but like, maybe this is. It's like the older
1: I get, the less. I mean, sometimes there are moments where I'm like, oh my God, will I ever find someone? Mm. But like generally speaking, I feel less and less concerned about it, if that makes sense. Just because I'm like, I know the things that make me happy in my life and I'm trying to focus on improving that. Totally. And then like, because I feel so good and I'm so fulfilled by all of like the social relationships that I have and like all the great women in my life Mm. that... It's sort of like, oh, yeah, and if somebody comes along, great. But it's like,
0: it's kind of receding in the background. Same, 100%. And I think I've just become more confident in myself just as a standalone person. Yeah. So I don't, not that this is why people enter relationships, but I don't feel like I need, I think, feel like in your 20s, you, in like, when you're younger you want that validation of like you're a worthy person the only way to show that is by letting another person love you but now i'm just like oh no i'm i'm good yeah and i am surrounded by like you said amazing women in particular who also kind of validate me and who i respect yeah as opposed to just some random dude so yeah were you the one who either sent me this
1: post or sent me something or who maybe just quoted this to me about like some woman that you are really a fan of saying that People always think like your soulmate is like the romantic relationship in your life, and it's like whatever. But then she realized her soulmate is actually her best female friend that she's had, who's like had this huge
0: impact on her. I thought you sent Possibly. this to me. I feel like I send a lot of things like that.
1: You send a lot of stuff to me. Some <laughs> of it's about good camera you. angles. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's about you know stupid shit. Good cleaning tips, and then sometimes <laughs> it's like really meaningful stuff like this. But I, I I just remember being like, that rings so true. Like, you think that you're supposed to be looking for your significant other. Mm-hmm. And it finally dawns on me now that I'm, like, mature enough. And, like you said, confident enough in myself. I'm like, oh, that's not who I'm looking for at all, actually. Well, yeah. and maybe. But, like, y- you know, not the be-all, end-all kind of thing.
0: But, yeah, it's... Friendships can be equally, if not sometimes more so, fulfilling. Yeah. And have a greater impact.
1: Absolutely. Or, like, if I think about my relationship with my sister, I'm like, that's one of my most meaningful relationships in my life and I've often thought of her that way like in like as a soulmate kind of way yeah, and it's yeah. like yeah wh- uh, like some dude is ever gonna compare with I mean again maybe but like no need to endlessly search for it to fill yes. some sort of hole or something right 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 yeah I agree random turn on this one wasn't as lighthearted, Yay, ladies <laughs> yes that is the summary of that
0: I like it these are great um thank you so much for listening i don't know who's listening at this point um i updated our uh instagram oh yeah it is completely up to date i'm a i'm a monster i haven't updated our twitter i'm sorry i or rather just post it on our twitter you could lie to me and tell me anything because i don't even know what it is i tweet every day there you go (laughs) um so i think there's just one episode of observing report i have to put up there that came out last oh, week so lovely or a couple of days ago. thanks for being so on top of that man i mean it was delayed by about a month but, you know, there was just one night of real productivity. That's
1: true. The, there was that one time you texted me like, who are your dudes for this week again? Mm. And I remind you, with was Scott Foley. And you just like <laughs> tried to mock me some more via text after you'd already mocked me for like 20 minutes during recording. And I just was like, is this necessary? Is this needed? And I stand by that choice again. Another honorable mention to Scott Foley today. No, nope, Scott Sweetman. <laughs> You picked wrong. I had already said Scott Speedman before earlier in a different episode for something else. Again, Animal Kingdom, whatever the fuck that show was. And Underworld, right, that's the other thing I need him from. (laughs) Sorry. Whatever.
0: You're not helping yourself. Scott
1: Speedman's great. Oh
0: boy. Yeah, okay, Scott. Anyway, ending on a very space zone. I'm pretty sure there are zero likes on that. (laughs) People
1: love Scott Foley. Surely the scandal fans <laughs> which I do not count myself one of by the way. But Noted. I'm sure there's a fandom out there.
0: Well, we're I'm gonna have to put up pictures of a bunch of dudes from Dead uh Deadwood. Oh god, so I'll try to find the best okay. photos it's not of not a pretty time. <laughs> um and so check it out. It's at O and R Podcast on Instagram. And Yay. I don't remember what the Twitter
1: is. It's Bone Zone Pod, I think. Country Either Park? at Bone Zone Pod or at Bone Zone Podcast. Okay. Either way, just search Bone Zone Pod and you'll surely find it. I hope so. If there's someone else with that exact same beginning, I'm gonna be furious. I'll start a feud with them.
0: Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> we will fight. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. Tune in next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>